Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, May 8th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, we have moved our show from in-studio to virtual. Uh, but you can also catch us on podcast, and then you can catch us on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I am your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events in our local economy and how it can affect your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to answer any questions or, more importantly, to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. You can call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And our lineup for today's show we will start out our show after our money chat with a little panel conversation with the two guests that we have in show. We have uh, Kirsten O'Shields of O'Shields Studio LLC. Your body language online is a topic we're going to be uh, going over with uh, Kirsten a little bit later today. We also have Doug Peterson of Get Priority Straight. Now more than ever is a time to take control of your personal finances this is our conversation with Doug. Great information and great guests in studio as well. Or as always, you can reach us at one 855-411-50. Again, that is 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And Keelan, what do you think? You want to start it with a little money chat? Love it. Money chat. Money. Let's do it. Money. So what do you got today, uh, Keelan, for us for uh, Money Chat? Um, I got some funny for us today. We talked a little bit earlier, and it sounds like you're going to do business, so I'm going to do funny. And I always have these little weird Keelanisms, they call them, uh, so my family yeah, you does. Do. That's you do. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I just run into this stuff. But this one's kind of funny. But I don't want anybody to read too far into this. I'm just going to preface with that. Um but so, you know, our good friend, Michael Abrahamson, the, the, the title rep, but he also is an expert on the videos and he, he's been on our show. He helps people kind of put themselves out there. Videos, very valuable. Now he's been doing this quarantine uh, cocktail thing. And it's so cool to see all these different videos coming out. And he's doing like, he's on like 55 cocktails because he was a bartender way back in the day. So he knows all the magic bartender tricks. So one of them was a mudslide, right? So me and Angela last night, we're like, let's, we're going to try a couple of these mudslides. They're delicious, by the way. They're so good. If you haven't tried a mudslide, it's Kahlua, Bailey's, and vodka. I didn't close my laptop until probably, I don't know, must have been like 8.30 at night, tired, you know, have a cocktail at the end of the night, you know, to, and Angela goes to sleep. She goes to bed. I'm scrolling through Facebook, and there was this uh, auditioning thing, and it was an audition for Blacklist, the Netflix TV show. And you, Tina's already okay. like, where is she going with this? So I, yeah. I, I, clicked the, I clicked the button 
And uh, I was just curious on what it was. And so I clicked the button. I put my name, my phone number, and uh, and just my birthday. And I clicked the button, and that was the last I even saw. Well, I got a text today that I have an open video call audition tomorrow at 1 o'clock to be uh, for Blacklist, the TV show. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my like God. We've been cracking up about it today. I told Angela, my other half, and my mom, like, what am I, what, like, what do I do? And they're like, you need to do it. Like, do it. Do it. And I'm like, all right. I'll, like, do it. But the reality is I love my job. It's not, I mean, there's probably 9,000 people on there. And I wouldn't change anything in the world. I'm not going anywhere, people. I, I love being a mortgage expert. I love the money hour. And I, there's one in nine trillion chance that I'd ever even show up on the show. But I still thought it was hilarious. And I was like, you know, a couple cocktails and a, and a click of the thumb. Next thing you know, I'm on some weird audition call for like a seven season Netflix TV show. So um, we've been getting a kick out of that today. And I thought our listeners might, too. That is really crazy, <laughs> Keelan. Well, if anybody could land something on a show, you would definitely have to be one of those people. <laughs> we'll see that what happens. That is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what happens when you uh, when you drink mudslides, right? Yeah. Everybody try mudslide. You might get an addition on Blacklist or something. And we got Kirsten on the show today, so I'm probably going to pick up some pointers from her, um, you know, at the end of the show. <laughs> We all, we, uh, we, uh, we always do. Well, great money, Chad. And yeah, I'm going to bring in a little bit of business here. It's like the classic song Fever from Little Willie John. Uh, try to give me fever. Uh, Madonna, Madonna, Mandurna. <laughs> I'm having a hard time saying that word today. Coming up with some really great news approved with a potential vaccine for to fight COVID-19. What they're going to do is go into phase two. The FDAC approved and approved this in just nine days. So pretty extremely fast. So now they're going to shoot up 600 healthy people and cut them loose to get them out there to see if they uh, catch the fever or not. So wouldn't it be great to find out if the vaccine works? Um, we're going to most likely find out sometime in June. So fingers crossed on that. If it works, it's going to be quite the long process to get us all shot up. But this is going to be great news indeed. So uh, let's hope everything works out with this. And also I want to do a little update on forbearance data. The NBA reported that as of April 26, 7.54 of mortgages are now in forbearance. That actually is a little bit lower than what I, I thought it might be. Uh, it's not 100% clear, but where we're heading, most likely entering into the forbearance, is you're not going to be able to take out a mortgage uh, for at least 12 months or 12 months after that forbearance uh, period. And the reason why for this is because standard guidelines in Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac on the secondary market is if you take out a new mortgage, you have to be able to verify that you have 12 months of good payment history. Well, there is no payment history if you go into forbearance for 12 months because nothing gets reported on the credit report. Now, we did talk about before of how they're saying they're not going to record late and how I cautioned you on that because you don't know what's going to happen afterwards. But in this situation, you just don't have any mortgage lights at all. And if you did get a mortgage history, it would show that you were in forbearance, so you can't get a mortgage. So many in the Great Recession of 2008 strategically went into foreclosure or loan modification, and hopefully this time around, consumers will not be doing that, not strategically taking advantage of a forbearance. Obviously, if you need this to get through these challenging times, it's a great thing to do. 
But if you don't need it, the word strategic is what I'm cautioning you against. This could be a big miss, miss opportunity if you want to refinance or purchase in the future. Now, I can't predict or give any guarantee of what we're uh, going to see with our real estate market with COVID-19. But in our local market, we're sitting pretty good. We have the Growth Management Act, and this means that limited land uh, to build in. New construction will continue to have challenges building because of the land shortage. Shortage With land shortage, this comes low inventory. With low inventory, create supply and demand. And with the continued population growth and no anticipation of that growth slowing, these people will need housing. So think really careful before going into forbearance. Now, you don't want to miss on a possible opportunity to buy that move up home, maybe buy an investment property or that perfect vacation home that you've always wanted for you and your family. So also I stated in, in stated in previous money chat that on a forbearance, it's not free. It works like a credit card that doesn't have any interest for a year, but that interest or that mortgage does have to be paid back at some point of time. So that's what I wanted to share with you today on our money chat. Coming up next on the Money Hour, a panel conversation with our guest, Kirsten O'Shields of O'Shields Studio LLC and Doug Peterson of Great Priority Straight, right here at 1150 AM KKNW. With 25 years of training and performing in theater and opera, Kirsten O'Shields has acquired an in-depth knowledge of all levels of communication. Kirsten brings her unique skills, talents, and understanding of nonverbal communication to life in a program that impacts how each of us is viewed and received with a focus on body gestures, postures, and expressions. Kirsten is the CEO and founder of the Body Language Strategy System, a training program for learning to communicate leadership and executive presence through enhanced nonverbal communication and messaging. Kirsten speaks and trains nationally on body language strategy for business and has performed keynote speeches for organizations such as Google, eBay, National Women's Council of Realtors, and the Miss Washington program. Hello, this is Kirsten O'Shields. As the nation's leading body language strategist, I look forward to helping you learn how to create influence and gain more sales without saying a word. I invite you to visit my website to learn more about body language strategy through my personal coaching and my online training program at kirstenoshields.com. You can also connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram to learn more about how body language strategy can help you to step into your greatness every day. I look forward to hearing from you. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are now listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, May 8th virtual show. Again, because of the COVID-19, we have moved our show from studio all virtually, but you can listen to us on podcast. You can also catch us on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. It's a great day to talk about money. That's what the show is all about, how to make money, how to save money so you can have better quality of life. For you and your family. If you're listening to our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. You can call the show at 1 855 400 1150. Again, that's 1 855 400 1150, or you can always go online to themoneyhour.com. And now on our show, a panel conversation with our guest, Kirsten Shields 
of O'Shield Studio LLC and Doug Peterson of Great Priorities, Get Priorities Straight right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome, uh, Kirsten, back. You're a regular visitor of the show. And uh, Doug, welcome to you as our first time uh, guest. Happy to have both of you here. Thank you. It's wonderful to be back. Thanks, Tina. Yeah, you're very welcome. So, Kirsten, let's go ahead and start out with you today. How is your business being affected during COVID-19? It's been affected like anybody else's, having as a professional speaker, a certified instructor in real estate, and as a professional trainer and coach of all of my deliverables, we'll call them, of everything that's had to be moved virtual. Now, I was halfway there already, thank goodness, because I coach nationally. And so I had already set up because for, you know, location purposes to meet with my clients virtually. So my one-on-ones, I was already here. I've already been meeting with them virtually for about five years. However, all my keynote speeches, those were all done in person. All my real estate classes, those were all done in person. And those were the first things that were affected because all my speaking gigs, all my certified classes that were set up, those all got canceled. However, luckily, everybody got on board with the the new virtual existence, right? This new remote living. And we were able to shift. It took a little time. But we were able to shift and I've started teaching the certified real estate classes online now. So real estate, uh, all the agents, they can still get their clock hours through the classes. And I've actually started doing keynote speeches also through Zoom. So what I love about it, it it took, you know, there was some bob and weave, a little commando crawling to get this figured out, you know, at the beginning. (laughs) But uh, we were able to really step into connecting now all the walls have been ripped away. We're separate, but the walls have been ripped away. And now I have connections all over the country, all over the world, to be quite honest. I've had conversations with India. Um, so it's been a big shift, but part, parts of it have been very exciting. Yeah, and you know, as I'm a, a keynote speaker, as uh, well, Kirsten, and we've I've had a couple keynotes uh, virtually, so it's great to see how some uh, organizations are taking advantage and not just canceling. Took some of them a while to move and take that courage to go uh, on the virtual platform, but yeah. you know, yeah, absolutely. Doug, what about you? How has COVID nineteen uh, had an impact on your business? Well, I always I was already set up as a virtual company. Mm-hmm. So I've got clients all around the states, and one of my goals and dreams was to figure out how I could work from anywhere for anyone anywhere. So when this hit, the big impact where I drive less, I spend less money on gas. I've been taking the time I've been driving and walking four miles a day in the morning. And right now it's just so beautiful. I live near Bridal Trails Park. There's 40 acres. Uh, my wife and I are cooking more. We're spending more money on food. But as far as the business goes, uh, it it hasn't really affected me in a negative way at all. Uh, the thing, big concern I have is a lot of my clients are business owners, and I can see the effects that are that are hitting them. And it's really difficult because there's many that just can't uh, make the shifts that that somebody like yes that has a lower overhead and has really worked hard to keep overheads low 
Yeah, that and it's so true. Keelan, I know we've uh, shared a little bit in our past uh, panels, but what new? what's new going on uh, with you? I think, you know, uh, as we shared before, our business was leaning into virtual significantly. We met with people, but, you know, far in between. People just, I mean, invitations always open. Come to the office. I'd love to sit down and do face-to-face. But, you know, you can skip the traffic. We can get a lot done online. The thing that I love, and I can see this happening with everybody, is just everybody's embracing it now. It's not so much like we, we're used to it, but some of our clients weren't. It's a very new thing to them, and they can be uncomfortable about getting on a Zoom call and like that. And that's just become our new normal. So to see that expand and to see everybody go into this new normal virtually, which quite frankly, I think it was kind of past due, you know, I mean, we have all this technology, but we're holding on to the past and, you know, the old school ways of doing things when the efficiency can be so much greater with our technology that we have now. So you know, that, that's kind of what I see is kind of the other people changing. So, Tina, we don't get to ask you very often. What are your thoughts on, on that? Well, you know, kind of when, and Doug, I think a lot of it is just a difference in what's happening with people. So in my, you know, in mortgage business, as you know, Keelan, I mean, there's some people that just can't get a loan right now because they're, um, you know, they've been furloughed or uh, fortunately, I personally have not had a lot of clients that ran, in, have ran into that challenge. So I, you know, I feel great for uh, for our business that way. And I feel great for the clients on my coaching side, because I have my complimentary coaching program that I uh, run every eight weeks uh, for business professionals that are looking at taking their time management business efficiency at the highest level possible, which has always been virtual. But there's more interest in it now because of the fact that people are, they have more time. And, and I think, uh, just maybe possibly people did not want to engage in it as much before because it was virtual. It was something that they weren't comfortable with. And part of the course is required to be on video. It always has been. And the reason I require that is because I wanted to get people used to being on video. It's a coaching course on time management and business efficiency. So I really wanted to uh, lead them into a direction that was going to serve them at a very high level. So um, yeah, that's what I've, uh, what I've seen. Uh, Kirsten, how about where you see that your field might be changing when we, we don't get back to a normal, but we get back to a new normal? What do you see happening? Well, when we're talking about presence and we're talking about body language, we're still talking about the energetic exchange, whether we're in person or whether we're virtual. And because, you know, one of the key things that we teach in body language strategy is we emotionally respond to what we physically see. So how you show up is the permission that you give others of how you're going to do business together. Now we're moved we've moved out of the in-person version of that and into what I'm calling now the magic box, right? Everybody has their own little <laughs> magic box that we're showing up in. And I think some people have stepped into this right away, but other people, they've failed to see the beauty of you have full control of what people see here, yeah. both in your background and especially in your presence, you get to detail every part of that. So, this gives you more power to show up on purpose and be purposeful with your interactions. You know, just like Keelan was saying, it, this really, it streamlines what we're doing. And I think in our body language and our facial expressions, especially now since the faces are right here, all of our facial expressions and how we're <laughs> engaging, um, the, the spacing of it is a big deal. And, and so it's something we actually really need to dive into to enhance it to get the most out of yes. it. 
And it's so true. I know some of the things that, you know, I've, I've talked about is when, in, when you're in a setting like this and we're actually talking uh, with each other, I'm looking at each one of you, but I actually have my screen smaller so that Kirsten, you're not way over here, Doug, you're way over here and Keelan, you're way down there. And the reason I do that is because I want to keep my eyes as close as I can to the camera for people that are going to be watching uh, or are watching this right now. Um, and when you're not sharing and talking in a Hollywood Square format, talk to the camera, look right to the camera, because then your eyes are going to be directly connecting. And I think more of the less that you have around you in blank space is good because you feel closer to your audience. Uh, I've seen people in a, a, a presentation or a networking group or um, where there's a keynote speaker and they're eating. And I do have to occasionally, and I'm even oh, no. cautious of picking up my water or my coffee just because it's so big in front of camera. Sometimes I have to, when you're on stage, you you know, you know, wanna make sure that you don't get all dried up in the mouth, but I try to be cautious and sensitive to that. So just some simple things that you can use. So I totally agree, uh, Kirsten, and, and great advice. How's body language? Okay, we'll talk about that later. I know I move a lot because it's my seating here and I'm sitting here literally all day long from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. And so my knee gets a little cramped and I have to kind of, you know, move myself around, but I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, Doug, what about you? A new norm when we get uh, out of COVID-19 and some, some normalcy, what, what do you think your industry is going to look like? Well, again, mine was and is a virtual industry. And in fact, I've seen there are a few people doing what I'm doing, but I haven't found very many. Uh, I think that people are going to really embrace that it's, you can get a lot done without being in person. And I have clients in Texas mm -hmm. and Chicago and Albuquerque, and, and we've never met except that I went to visit my sister in Albuquerque and, and did meet one of my clients. It was really fun. Um, but I think what people are going to do is they're going to really embrace that this is not that hard. And in fact, my assistant has trained several friends of mine that are older and 70 and 80 years old, and they're all set up with Zoom. They have their own accounts. They're just rocking it. They're seeing their family more than ever. So I think it's not only going to change yeah. how we do business, but it's going to change how we relate to each other. There's really not an excuse for saying, we just don't have time to get together. How about a 15 minute yeah. Zoom call, whether we're talking about business or just reconnecting? So I think that's yeah. what's really gonna happen. People are gonna start doing it. Now people are doing all these happy hours like you're doing. Well, what a blast. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, first first Tuesday of every month is my virtual cocktail hour. So a shout out to anybody that's listening today. You can go to, and thank you for that shout out, Doug. I'll do an extra shout out. You can go to virtualcocktailhour.live. And I've really set this setting up for personal growth. So it's going to stay for me. It's going to stay the first Tuesday of every month moving forward for the rest of my career. It's going to stay virtual because it's going to help connect us to the space that we came in when people started going virtual. And just some uh, three powerful questions that we go around the room and really focus on one topic around uh being a better person so that we can be better for our loved ones. So yeah, Keelan, what about you in what uh, you feel that might some of the new things in the industry might come out of this for us in the mortgage space? I'm going to lean towards Doug on a personal level, and this is business too, but gratitude. I mean, I am so intentional about my mindset and I have, I call it my gratitude shower. You know this, Tina. Every day, it just it reminds me mm -hmm. it's a great place. You're by yourself. You're taking a shower. What am I grateful for? I'll just start listing things of the things that I'm grateful for. And what that does is set up my mindset for the day 
to have a grateful heart and to be present and, and really in everything that I do and just sets the day off perfectly. And if this doesn't make you grateful, I don't know what will, because all those little things you take for granted in life, um, you know, were taken away from us to a degree. Um, and so now it's really up to us to, when this comes back to whatever that new norm might be, I mean, eating at a restaurant, you know, um, high-fiving your friend. I mean, it could, it could be a list, endless list of things that we can be grateful for. And I hope during this time, it really reminds people that, you know, not only after this, but just be grateful, be, you know, be, be, have a grateful heart and, and take that into wherever we go next. And I mean, and, and, and practice it daily because it's easy to forget and get caught up in the whirlwind. So yeah, well, well said, Keelan. Uh, and on that note, uh, we'll wrap up our panel conversation here. Coming up next on the Money Hour, your body language online at Kirsten O'Shield of O'Shield Studio LLC, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. With 25 years of training and performing in theater and opera, Kirsten O'Shields has acquired an in-depth knowledge of all levels of communication. Kirsten brings her unique skills, talents, and understanding of nonverbal communication to life in a program that impacts how each of us is viewed and received with a focus on body gestures, postures, and expressions. Kirsten is the CEO and founder of the Body Language Strategy System, a training program for learning to communicate leadership and executive presence through enhanced nonverbal communication and messaging. Kirsten speaks and trains nationally on body language strategy for business and has performed keynote speeches for organizations such as Google, eBay, National Women's Council of Realtors, and the Miss Washington program. Hello, this is Kirsten O'Shields. As the nation's leading body language strategist, I look forward to helping you learn how to create influence and gain more sales without saying a word. I invite you to visit my website to learn more about body language strategy through my personal coaching and my online training program at kirstenoshields.com. You can also connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram to learn more about how body language strategy can help you to step into your greatness every day. I look forward to hearing from you. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, May 8th virtual show. Again, because COVID-19, we've moved to show virtually out of studio. We will get back to studio at some point in time, but you can catch us on podcast. You can also listen to us on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 p.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint. One week and one show at a time. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We're here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. You can call at one 855 411150 or you can go online at themoneyhour.com. In studio right now on our virtual our virtual studio, Kirsten O'Shields of O'Shields Studio LLC, your body language online right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Kirsten, again, uh, welcome back. So happy to uh, hear from you today. Well, thank you for having me here again. I love your show and I am so excited to be here. 
Absolutely. A little bit about Kirsten before we get started. Uh, with 25 years in training and performing in theater and opera, Kirsten O'Shields has acquired an in-depth knowledge of all levels of communication. Kirsten brings her unique skills, talents, and understanding on nonverbal communication to life. Kirsten is the CEO and founder of Body Language Strategy System, a training program for learning to communicate leadership and executive presence through enhanced body language and expression messaging and leveraging leadership skills. Kirsten speaks and trains nationally, a body language strategy for business and has performed keynote speeches for organizations such as Google, eBay, National Women's Association of World Tours and Miss Washington Program. Kirsten, so I'm always so intrigued with, you present yourself so well all the time. You exude like this energy and this confidence all the time. And I've seen you shift it on purpose because you, you, you know, you were a keynote speaker at one point. Um, so I, I saw, you know, I, I could see you just, just with your body language shift. I'm curious, are you conveying uh, confidence now? What, what should, what, uh, what are you conveying at this point? Well, I'm conveying all the things that show leadership and to help you show what you offer and invite people in to the purpose and the passion that you want to communicate out. So that's it. You know, it's my job to walk my talk of how do we show up with confidence? How do we convey our competence? How do you invoke trust in who you're talking to? And how do you make yourself approachable all without saying a word? Because our wording in our communication is actually only 7% of the full communication. 55% of our communication is our gesturing and our facial expressions. And then 38% is our vocal tone, how we're saying it. So yes, you have to know what you wanna say, you have to be clear about that, but it's really about how are you delivering that and how are you showing up when you're saying it? Because that's the permission you give people of how they're gonna interact with you and your business. Yeah, and you know, that can be exciting news or it can be really scary news if you <laughs> don't have confidence in the way that you uh, present. So I, I hope that our listeners to the show today really take this. And that's why it's so important we know from uh, training to watch yourself on video. And that's why. So you can actually watch and feel and notice that you actually are not smiling at any point in the time or you have a stressed out look uh, communicating. So Kirsten, let's talk about by your confidence in your body language, are you able to put people at ease by showing that? Yes, absolutely. It, because what it does is when you're truly standing and exuding your confidence, what you're doing is you're bringing the two concepts of, I am fully present to be here with you and you are invited to be here with me too. So the beauty of that is it's not when people come in and actually are truly looking confident, that's not coming in being overbearing. That's coming in being invited. And that's where you're going to start the basis of a good business relationship is by you actually showing up confidently in your body language, because then that actually magnetizes people to you and you're your number one business tool. So how they magnetize to you is how they're going to magnetize to your business. 
Chris, let me ask you, I, uh, I was blessed to have a, an awesome mentor and he said, uh, one of the keys to being successful in business and, 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 you know, doing a lot of transactions is you got to convey, uh, to customers, they have to trust you, they have to like you. And, um, and then, um, trust, like, and are you professional? I almost forgot that one. Jesus, Louise, brain fart, burp, excuse me. Um, are you professional? Because they don't want to do business with, uh, with people that are not professional. So the first part of that, I think, is trust. How would you convey, how do I convey trust to my customers uh, when I meet them? With my body language, of course. Right. So when we're talking about the human interaction, the basis of our human interaction always comes from the primal brain. That's looking mm -hmm. at, you know, do I feel safe around you? And that's what starts that first level of trust. So when we show up interacting with someone else from the bottom part of the jaw down to the front pelvic bone, in the front, this is where we have the least amount of bone coverage for all of our vital organs. So when we show up being open in the front of our body, that's when we're exuding out, okay, I'm going to trust you with my physicality. So what that now, remember, we emotionally respond to what we physically see. So when we physically see that, we go, okay, this person's giving me some space. And then that's encouraging the other person to do the same thing. So when you're exuding out, I'm going to open myself and be trustworthy to you. You're reflecting that out and therefore they reflect it back in turn and go, okay, yeah, let's jump into this together. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into that with you. So opening yourself up. And again, even in this virtual space, that's a big deal. And most people don't think about that because we see a lot, a lot of people are hunching over, leaning on their desk, or they've really pulled away from the screen a lot and they don't realize you're still in that visual space. We're still emotionally responding to what we're physically seeing. So what you can be out is still being responded to. You're not, even though we're not in person, you're not absent. And because we're not used to, usually when we're looking at a screen, we're used to not having any emotional responsibility to it. We're used to just, you know, I can look at it, I can react, I'm looking at my phone, I can laugh, I can not laugh. Uh, but we're not used to having that, oh my gosh, I have to be re emotionally responsible to what's happening in front of me. That little bit of barrier of screen has messed with our minds a little bit. Some people have fully jumped into it and they are now ultra aware, almost too much, and it's freaking them out. And then we have the other side where people are just totally oblivious and doing all sorts of wild, great, like yeah. said, eating, they're, they're running all over the place. And so being straight on, being present and being open is really essential in this new virtual space to create that business trust. It can be a little intimidating uh, talking about this right now, live while we're on a Zoom video. But in, you know, I want to kind of get into approachable because um, in, in a networking environment, when you're face-to-face, -face, we are not face-to-face, live face-to-face -face now. But when we get back live and you're with a group of people, you know, you even know with a group of people, if there's two people that are really dialed in and toned into each other, it's your, your body language is saying that this is really an important conversation. If right. you're in a group of people and you have that circle closed, it means that you're not inviting anybody else to come into that conversation. And the majority of the time it's subconsciously, but you want to be aware of that. So right. let's talk about uh, approachable when you want to uh, stand tall and confident in your message and portray that. 
how do you do that and bring in the warmth as well so people feel that you're approachable? Well, again, you have to keep yourself open in your physicality, right? Give them space, Mm -hmm. create that invitation. But approachable is really about, it's the stance and the facial emotional status that you're showing. So you can have really good posture. You can be completely open. However, if you have a nasty look on your face, it it doesn't matter what that conversation, how, you know, what direction you're facing, they're going to be like, Ooh, wow. I don't even want to be anywhere near that. So how we approach emotionally in our conversations and into a room is the permission. Again, we're giving of, okay, I'm going to give you space to come in or this is where you start to repel people. And so that's why I use the word magnetizing because that polar switch can happen super quick. And like you said before, people don't realize they think they're smiling when they're not. And they're, they're totally oblivious. They either have a totally blank look on their face or the, they, they got a little bit of a sneer on their face and they wonder why people aren't wanting to approach them. It, they're not giving permission. Um, so Kristen, you do this for a living. In your experience, what do you see that directly affects people's businesses and how they approach it with body language? So what I see is when you're showing up on purpose, that is where people get a deeper understanding of what the experience is going to be of working with you and connecting with your business. And the key aspect of this is consistency. When we're showing up consistent, what we're doing is we're removing that fear of the unknown and we're pulling people in because they feel like they know what it's going to be like to work with you. And that starts to create a comfortable space that creates that invitation. That's where, because now I'm seeing this on a regular basis, that trust is growing. It's easy. And now you have more buy-in. So this starts in how you attract business. When they see consistency in your presence, in your body language, again, that feels like, okay, I feel like I know what I'm getting into. And then because they have that consistency, now you have bigger buy-in through your process. So you're not answering the same question over and like, okay, come on. No, really, actually, this is a good direction. Well, let's sit down and talk about this again. When you have to over-exaggerate and overdo that body language, it starts to actually pull them back. And you're wondering, why are we, mm. why are we having such a, a big discussion about this? There's been some kind of inconsistency. But if you create consistency with your presence, now they're willing and they fully buy into everything you ask in your process, what you are going to do for them. And then they become your walking billboard as a reference. So this affects every ounce of your sales process and it physically buys you back time to either put back into your business or to put into your family and your loved ones. So Kirsten, as we're wrapping up here, uh, less than a minute, uh, but I want to ask this question is what are body language strategy tools and tips and the four pillars of leadership, confidence, confidence, competence, trust, and approachability? You've got 60 seconds. (laughs) What I would say is the first thing, confidence is the cornerstone for all of these. If you're showing up in trust, approachability, and competence, you're still not going to be conveying at 100% if you don't back those up with confidence. So standing tall, being present fully, that is key to everything you do. 
And then the main thing is practice smiling and knowing when you're smiling. The physical feeling of smiling may not actually be the look you're giving. And so you've got to get clear on, are you actually conveying out what you think you are to get that consistent response that you want? Yeah, great advice, Kirsten. Thank you uh, so much for uh, sharing here with us on the Money Hour, for coming as my uh, speaker at my Power Hour Lunch and Learns, which, by the way, we've got to get you booked. Of course, we've moved it virtually, but yeah. And thanks for being uh, a great friend as well. Oh, really quickly, uh, give out your shout out for your copy with uh, Kirsten Facebook show. Oh, yeah. So that's one of the virtual changes we've made. I actually have two virtual shows that I do now every week. It's Coffee with Kirsten, where we sit down every Tuesday at 11 a.m. And we talk about the changes that we're going through and how to approach your business life. And um, what are some tools and tips that you can do to start taking that to the next level? And then we end our week with our wins and just a fun happy hour with cocktails with Kirsten. And that's every Friday at 3 p.m. Love it. Kirsten, again, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming in. I appreciate you too. Thank you. Coming up next on the Mount Money Hour, Doug Peterson of Get Priority Straight. Now more than ever is the time to take control of your personal finances. Right here at 1150 AM, KKNW. With 25 years of training and performing in theater and opera, Kirsten O'Shields has acquired an in-depth knowledge of all levels of communication. Kirsten brings her unique skills, talents, and understanding of nonverbal communication to life in a program that impacts how each of us is viewed and received with a focus on body gestures, postures, and expressions. Kirsten is the CEO and founder of the Body Language Strategy System, a training program for learning to communicate leadership and executive presence through enhanced nonverbal communication and messaging. Kirsten speaks and trains nationally on body language strategy for business and has performed keynote speeches for organizations such as Google, eBay, National Women's Council of Realtors, and the Miss Washington program. Hello, this is Kirsten O'Shields. As the nation's leading body language strategist, I look forward to helping you learn how to create influence and gain more sales without saying a word. I invite you to visit my website to learn more about body language strategy through my personal coaching and my online training program at kirstenoshields.com. You can also connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram to learn more about how body language strategy can help you to step into your greatness every day. I look forward to hearing from you. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, May 8th virtual show due to the COVID-19 work temporarily going virtual you can always listen you can also listen to us on podcast or you can catch us on air at saturday at 3 p.m rebroadcast on sunday at 8 a.m i am your host (laughs) tina mitchell and i am your co-host keelan harvey we bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in all areas that have to do with your money we're here to help you in today's economy and now in studio we have doug peterson of get priority straight now more than ever is a time to get take control of your finances. Yeah. Welcome, Doug. <laughs> Welcome, Doug, to the show. 
<laughs> Hello. Now, now that I heard Kirsten, I'm sitting up straight. I'm I'm open. I'm nice, smiling. <laughs> that was really great, Kirsten. Thank you. Yeah, she's uh, she's amazing. And a little bit about Doug. Uh, over the last 20 years, Doug Peterson has helped people align their goals and visions, both personally and professionally. He founded Get Priority Straight in 2018 to provide a program to help individuals maximize their personal income and improve their ability to invest. Having founded and run eight businesses in his career, Doug has a perfect system that works regardless of your industry, marital status, or income. He is currently working with Amazon managers, wealth managers, real estate professionals, attorneys, and technology professionals. Doug also managed the band Before Dawn, who uh, did backup vocals on Hart's first album, Dreamboat Annie. Wow. Look at you, Doug. That's awesome. Yeah, my 15 um, minutes of fame. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's more than most. So that's awesome. That's fantastic. Uh, GPS. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. What is GPS and what does GPS do for your clients? I see that awesome uh, picture of GPS right behind your head there. Tell us more about it. Well, I'm going to start by what we don't do. Uh, we don't do financial planning, we don't manage investments, and we don't sell any products or insurance. Our whole focus is how do we help you get 100% on top of your finances, go from being reactive to proactive, instead of looking back and saying that was an expensive month, planning ahead, deciding where all your money is going to go before you spend it. And we take the same thing into businesses. When people own their own businesses, we take the same principles. But if someone comes to me and says, I want you to do it with my business, but I don't want to do it personally, we won't do it. Because if you won't get your personal house in order, you're not going to be able to scale your business. The other so thing true. And, and, oh, go ahead, Doug. Sorry. No, I, I was just going to say that, that so many people, there's a quote by... Uh, by John Maxwell that I really like. And he said, you either decide where your money's gonna go or you wonder where it went. And so many people, the last thing they wanna do is work on their finances. In fact, I hear several things often and you'll hear it through this conversation, but one of them is, yeah, I really need to be more organized on that. But if I was honest, I'm never gonna get around to it. So we do it for you. Yeah, and that's uh, so true. I, I I love that. And people think about business coaching, but like you said, it's an, important to have a financial coach as well. And what a great coach is going to do is actually a resource to you for you for everything that you need. And I love that about you, uh, Doug. We've had some chance to have some one-on-one -on -one conversations, and you are a connected guy when it has to do with everything that they're going to need to walk them through those things that they're going to do, whether it's this real estate or the CPA or the mortgage or the state planner and all of that. So Doug, let's talk about why you do this. Well, I spent the last 20 years doing executive mentoring and coaching work. And a lot of people, I have my own definition of mentoring and coaching. Mentoring for me is helping people get where they want to go. Coaching is helping people win the game. And they're different in my view. So through that, I probably helped 25 or more executives who were having trouble with their personal finances. It was affecting their health. It was affecting their marriage. And it was affecting their business. And at this stage of my life, I thought, 
what do I want to do now? I've done this for 20 years. I've got two grandkids. I'm having a great time. I wanted to make a bigger impact on people personally. So I focused on the biggest challenge I've had throughout my life and communication around money, deal with being an entrepreneur for 37 years and the financial ups and downs. When things are great, it's the best job ever. But when things aren't good, you really wish someone else was in charge because it's not going well. And so I decided that there's a solution to this. This is something you can win 100% if you learn how to play the game. So I teach people, first of all, I don't teach them how to set it up because you only have to set it up once if you do it right. So I set it all up and then I just teach them how to manage it. And we even have a personal CFO program where we help stay, help you stay accountable over time for both your business and personal if, if you want your business involved as well. Such a great service that you're providing to the community, Doug. And I love also how uh, you actually go through, if you've got a spouse, you're going through a uh, difference of personality and how you manage and go through things so that you can bring them together. So um, uh, really detailed at the coaching and the mentoring uh, process that you go through. Yeah, the, uh, the, the thing she's referring to is this motivators assessment. We all have different styles. and We can pretty easily tell that Tina's not the introvert. And we can probably tell she's more people-focused than task-focused. So that's kind of the whole DISC profile, and, and it's observable. What isn't observable is the decision-making filters and the motivators behind why we do things. And I can take couples that have actually been at odds and have them shift from a comment of, you're just doing that to annoy me, to, oh, <laughs> put it that way, Sure. Because if we understand what's motivating other people and not try to sell them on our ideas and why, why we think it's important, they get it. Now, the key is it only works once if you manipulate because people are smart and they can tell. So don't use it for that. It just doesn't work long term. That's, that's great advice, Doug. What about what can people do with their finances specifically? How can you help your clients? And what would you suggest for our listeners out there listening today on what they should be doing with their finances? You know, it's a very broad question. So the answer is just like an attorney. It depends. However, <laughs> right now we're in a situation where cash is king. So even people, so often people go, gosh, I just want to pay down that debt. Gosh, it's expensive interest. But it depends. If you're tight right now, you're not sure if your business is going to be doing less or recover very quickly. Cash is king. So we need to figure out how can we conserve cash. Um, if you're not looking to refinance right away, you might want to do the forbearance on a mortgage. You might want to get a PPP loan. But you've got to get all of it together. Stephen Covey said, if you're going to change the world, clean your garage first. The thing they should do right now is figure out exactly what it costs to live, add up all those infrequent expenses and start setting aside money for that because Christmas will come and you will like want to take a vacation and your car will need some maintenance. And the list goes on and on. There's insurance policies, yard maintenance, home maintenance. Hey, we saved my blog post this much says, I bet you saved for a vacation this year or some fun or maybe for a pandemic. Yeah, we didn't save for that pandemic. We need liquid emergency funds <laughs> so that we can get through. If we don't have, and, and often people think liquidity is a credit card. It's amazing. I have people with finance degrees saying, I need more liquidity, so I'm going to pay down my credit card. That's debt. 
So once we've taken care of the emergency fund, we know what it costs for us to live and we know that we can last for a while. Then we start looking at strategies of how can we reduce any interest rates and get out of debt completely. I just had a client, we just refinanced a HELOC, a home equity line of credit. It was at 4.75%, 83,000. We refinanced to get 100 and, uh, 250,000. It's now at 4.25% and he paid off $110,000 with a debt at 18%. It, about, it paid wow. about four times, just that one transaction. And he learned how to manage. Yeah, and that's what, um, there you go. That's what a money coach can uh, do for you. So let's talk about uh, building confidence in an uncertainty environment, especially when it comes to money confidence. You know, th this goes back to my mentoring work because confidence is a direct result of predictability. Think about it. You just broke your leg and your leg's in a cast and somebody asks you to go for a three-mile hike up a hill. How confident do you feel you can do that? But if I ask you to go for a half a mile walk on a beautiful afternoon, you have 100% confidence. So you can predict that you can do that well. People put their head in the sand around money. They don't want to look at it. They're afraid that they're afraid of the unknown. So the thing you need to do is look at it, figure it out. It's like calling Kirsten and saying, you need to tell me what I'm doing that I'm not aware of. You need, I need to figure out where all my money's going and how much I have and how much I'm going to need. It, it's like doing a time management day where you look at your day and say, oh, I'm going to do all these things. Well, what if you actually scheduled everything you have to do and you felt like there was so much time left, but there isn't. I go through this all the time. It's the weekend. I'll get so much done. I didn't get very much done. But I got some stuff. <laughs> you think we have so much time. So it's the same thing with money. Figure out what you're just look at it, figure out where it is. And big thing is, if you don't know what to do, get help. Whether it's someone like me or someone else that you know has mastered their money. Now, one thing you'll be surprised with is that not a lot of people have. There's an awful lot of people flying blind. Financial planners tell me people underestimate 50% of what they're spending. So if they're making they're making 15, they think or they think they're spending 10, they're spending 15. And uh, another quote from several financial planners, 95% of couples are not on the same page financially. It's a big problem. And it's really exciting yeah. because I can take a lot of that stress and pressure off people so that they can focus on what they're really great at. You know, Doug, I actually did uh, financial planning, retirement planning for a Fortune 100 company. And the worst news I gave people is they thought they were fine and it was too late. And, you know, they got $100,000 in an IRA and they're, how are we doing? And, you know, that's the toughest part of the job, trying to relay the news that it's a tough existence you're going to be living in. You should have started earlier. The earlier you start, the easier it is. And that window shuts quickly. The more effort you'd have to put into it when it actually counts. So, you know, take it seriously. You can't bury your head. You got to get after it, right? Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and the thing is, start now. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter how long we've procrastinated. This is a big one. Start now. I couldn't agree more. What about, uh, let's talk some positives, Doug. What are, you, what are you seeing that's positive now since this whole thing started and uh, just in general? Well, often, just as humans, we don't do things until we have to. And so <laughs> now people are saying, well, we need to deal with this. We need to clean our garage. We need to get our finances in order. We need to talk about this. I think that's going to be a very, very healthy outcome. 
I hope the government would listen to a little of this and maybe not spend what they don't have. But, oh, well, I think if <laughs> consumers be responsible, we're good. Well, Doug, thank you so much for uh, coming in studio. And thank, for, thank you to all of you that are listening to the show today. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Stephen Harvey. We are your local mortgage experts. Enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend. We look forward to talking more money next week right here at 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.